0: Welcome, <laughs> Tiana look Welcome to the Aussie Rules Podcast. Hello. We're here. It's round four. Round three. It was round three. Round three is done. We finished with round three. It's over, and now we move on to an exciting round four. How How are you guys going? Excited for round four. <laughs> Can't wait. Good Croft. Kusuk. All right. Uh, well, with that, with that in mind, we'll we'll go into the no one cares about news. Okay. Uh, there's some news. Gary Ablett's done his... he's done the string. Uh, he's going to be out for several weeks apparently, and some people are saying, oh, should he have gone across and played at Optus Stadium?" And to them, I say it was he's played two games, so I reckon he probably sh- was right. It's probably all right to play he's not 95 years old but unfortunately for him he has done the hammy i think he he uh, tweaked it in the jlt or something as well so hopefully it's not a recurring issue and the other main news is the uh, conor mckenna who i was unaware was a wachutu
1: <laughs> he's a biter
0: he's a biter. <laughs> And he's gonna be out for three weeks for his biting offense. Who fucking so
2: bites somebody? Like why?
0: Chris Maston. Maston. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. has gone past process. Masto.
2: I don't understand the thought process that occurs. Well,
0: he bit him on the neck, so I maybe it was a bit romantic, <laughs> perhaps. Yeah, maybe. I maybe, don't know. Maybe, maybe a he's a vampire. A bit, of, a bit of hickey action, not Tom <laughs> Hickey. Uh and that's basically the news. So with the news being out of the way, we'll have a look. We'll check out the Coaches Association votes and we'll see who was the leading chocolatiers this week. And then we'll go through our votes for the round because that's what we do. So, the first game, uh Carlton and Collingwood. Oh, what a game. Steel side bottom. he got the 10, the full amount of chocolates, as many as is allowed. <coughs> um Port Adelaide versus Brisbane, Stephen Martin, who was a, a loser in that game. Is that right, Paul? He was. He lost, he but is. he got nine, so... He walks away with some chocolates for Fair himself. Fair play to him. Fair play to him. He's composed. Uh, Max Maxi gone, big Maxi gone. Got the ten chocolates against North Melbourne. Uh, Nat Five got ten chocolates, the full chocolates against the Gold Coast Suns. Freeman will actually clean swept the votes there. They're all freeo players. Callum Sinclair got eight votes against GWS in Sydney's victory, and Bryce Gibbs, cross man, shit on the floor, Gibbs. He got the full, full load of 10 chocolates. Dropped all 10 chocolates on the floor. Full load. <laughs> against the Sainters. Uh, Trent Cochran got the 10 against Hawthorne. Lucky Hunter got the 10 against Essendon for the Western Bulldogs. And Dom Sheed, who, I don't know, it's just a fun name to look at on paper. He got nine chocolates. So, the leaderboard, Tom Mitchell's out in front with 26, ahead of my just absolute favourite player, Rory Laird, who's got 23 somehow. Lady. Lady, so good on you, lady. Uh, and with that being said, we'll go through our votes. I think I'm feeling a bit of uh, a. Croft hasn't said much yet, so we're gonna have Croft do his votes. I was waiting
2: to copy you guys, so I'm just gonna go up on the fly here because I have not pre-planned <laughs> whatsoever.
0: <laughs> what were you doing? We were sitting here.
1: He was, he was typing. He was just locking his phone
2: on and off. Um, so I'll give one vote to Maxigon didn't watch the game, so he can get one vote. Um, I'm going to give the four to...
0: You say two, you're giving two votes to... Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, you know what I mean. Two votes. To Stephen Martin.
0: Okay. Just thought he was an interesting
2: name to see there in the uh, votes, so good on him. Steph Martin. Getting a couple of Ruckman in there. Um, I'm going to give the three votes to... Skips shit on the floor. You give the four votes to Steel Side Bottom, and okay. the five to Nathan Fife.
0: Okay, good. Uh, Paul, prepared Paul,
2: prepared Paul.
1: You know, I'm pretty sure Reese just almost identically copied me <laughs> mine preemptively, but I got one max score two Callum Sinclair because I just like him. Yeah, Callum. Yeah. Um, Stefan Martin for three. Steel Side Bottom for four, and Nathan. Five for
0: number five all right mine's not the same i've got uh trent Cochin one max Scorn on two bryce gibbs three because he mm. shoots on the floor still side bottom four and nat five five because i like freemantle uh so that's that now <clears throat> we'll get into uh topics of discussion maybe they're
1: seeing something we don't darling Let's give
0: them something to talk about. For this round and our first one, we're going to put our man Croft, hopefully he's prepared himself a bit better here, in the hot seat and we're going to discuss <laughs> Carlton. We're going to discuss Carlton. But before we do, part of it. we just wanted to mention that I think the commentary team was very, very harsh on our man Liam Jones on the weekend. Me and Croft were getting a bit frustrated watching him because everything that went wrong was his fault. And everything he did right, it was came off the hands of the contest when he spoiled yeah. it.
2: Yeah. It was Unfair, I very, think. very,
0: very annoying.
2: Uh, especially <laughs> considering like that the back line was getting absolutely peppered and just he'd make a few... It's not that he didn't make mistakes, he did.
0: They would have lost by five or six more goals if he defi- wasn't there. He was
2: definitely still their best defender on the night. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just whenever, some, whenever something went wrong, he gets absolutely hammered And whenever he did something right and nobody said anything. It was almost as if they went out of their way to not give him props that game for things that he did do well.
0: He's just an easy target. They were very happy for him when he made his sort of career comeback and they, they talked him up and celebrated but him. But they love that. But they're they so quick to just jump back on someone and just kill a bloke. Yeah.
2: There's no middle ground. They don't like they don't like saying, oh, he does good things and he does bad things. Either he's really shit or he's really good or he's not worth talking about. Do you think it's purely based on his like
1: popularity, basically? It's like, oh, he can't have that many fans, so let's just <laughs> tear the piss out of him. Because then we can't get any backlash if it, there's no less people to come back on us, just unlike thought, us.
0: Just thought it was so unfair. He's best. just doing his doing his best job out there. And doing he's still doing the things that he was getting criticised for attempting to do are the same things that he was getting praised for last year, but they just weren't coming off. Because the team, the pressure up the ground wasn't very good. So the ball was coming in a bit more precise. Well, you look
1: at Rancy the week before, where he was getting absolutely towed up by Josh yeah. Jenkins. They're like, oh, no, is, he's a, Rancy is a good, he's, he's the best back of the competition right now. But he took one disposal, I'm pretty sure, in the first half, or one or two disposals and absolutely got pwned, as
0: I yeah. usually say. <laughs> well, Liam yeah. Jones, he got wrecked the week before against against Tom Lynch, but the whole team got wrecked by Tom Lynch, not just him. And they were basically hanging on him still for that because he wasn't that bad. He wasn't getting dominated in this game by any stretch. He had good moments, bad moments, as any like fullback would do, generally. And I think it was a bit unfair. But what wasn't unfair oh. is that uh, Carlton was shit. Yep. They had a very bad start to the season. I think Crawford agrees. And I think the thing I would be <clears throat> disappointed probably with is that I think their best game of the season was probably the or their, their best sort of... Uh, Spot in the season was the first game, yeah. Especially the first like part of the first game. Obviously, they played really good footy. And it looks so promising, and they just haven't. So you sort of thought, oh well, they lost that one, but it was you know they were in the game, all that kind of stuff. Mm. But then they've just gone and they got probably worse. This this game, I think in the second half they probably showed a bit better signs, I think, cause they sort of uh, reeled it in again. But it's not enough, though. It wasn't. Uh, they're
2: not showing. They're not showing what they are. Like they're not showing improvement. That's, that's the thing. They're not showing that they're getting better. In fact, the one thing that they were actually good at, and that's defending, they're horrible at this year. So if anything, they've taken backward steps. Um, not only are they they're not showing improvement in other areas in their attacking game, they're also regressing. I think they're March trying Bank's to... Marchbank's
0: going to miss a few weeks. I yeah, and today, that, that's the is other thing. Is,
2: I think you've probably seen that um, in that back line there's, that maybe Sam Doherty is worth a lot more to that. Back six, then you would probably think. I mean, they're probably lacking a little bit
0: of leadership at the moment and a little bit of yeah. depth. Well, I mean, they've got Cade Simpson down there still, but I don't know. Well, you know we- Weedering is really struggling. He's 55 years old. He can't,
2: <laughs> he can't do it all.
0: He's, he's playing well still, Cade Simpson. They've, Charlie kerno has been a good, like, a bright spot for them. He's one that is developing, but the rest just aren't really, I don't think. Cripps has had an he's been like up and down kind of thing. He's been really, he was really good the first game. And he's been solid, but he hasn't been as outstanding yeah. in the, in the following games.
1: They're just not consistent. They show flashes of like greatness, basically, and then just the next the next thing. You look up and the other team just score. Well, that's the thing that happened against Collingwood. I
2: think they came out and kicked like the first three or four goals, and then yeah, that was it. Has that lot, was all so she wrote. That, really,
1: after that, probably has a fair bit to do with the young lineup too. But you know. There should be some, Yeah, there's got to be some. Like when does at some point.
2: you know when does the when's the shoe got to drop? Like at, at some point you got to say, well, this isn't working. When do we, when do we have to change it up? And like when you've got like a young team, obviously it's hard to pick whether or not you do that, like, whether or not you say, okay, this isn't working, or you spend the time. I think they
0: still need to spend the time. Hmm. I but, think Wiedering has got to play VFL. Yeah, he's got to go.
2: But also, to me, lost, just mainly... lost, Mar- you've just lost Marchbank.
0: Yeah, but I we don't can't. Care. You can't. It's just going to put more pressure on him, though. It's going to crush his confidence, and some people can get it can really hinder them if they're just getting smashed every week. Like their confidence yeah. getting worse. But then way. you At take him out, you put back. somebody
2: else in that's going to get smashed, and then if not, you and you can't you can't cover the position that Wiedering plays. So you're bringing somebody in who can't actually even play no. the position, and then you're putting more more you're putting more pressure on the rest of your well, defense. We don't know. Who do they so have now then? we crush Jay, Liam Jones's confidence even more. And we, then, it's just a well, Liam of...
0: Jones is a more mature player and he's been through a lot in his career. So I think he he can probably handle a bit of criticism. Well, But weedering, I think <laughs> they need... Because you know, we don't know what they've got. Or you might know, but I don't know what they've got in reserves. No, 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 they don't have a lot in
2: terms of tall, like key tools. I'm is sure it? they can is, manufacture
0: like, something.
1: You look at the weekend, though. They've got Casbelt kicking four goals too, which is a positive as well for Carlton. They actually kicked some goals. Um, and well, who's to say they don't put like a Charlie Curnow... Down back if Casbolt's on form and stuff like that. Well,
0: Kurno's the is anything that's working for them, so I w- probably wouldn't want to r- risk him getting in bad form or put yeah. him somewhere. I mean, it yeah. wouldn't be bad for his development to play back, but I think at but this but he just point,
1: gets, he just seems well. to get the ball wherever. They're playing North
0: Melbourne this week, so yeah. someone's sure, going to play on Ben Brown and Jared Way. Yeah, so they Jared probably is. they do need yeah. two decent key position players, but I could just see Ben Brown tearing. One of them, a new asshole. Cause the thing were, about
2: the thing about weedering is this season, I've noticed he just looks really slow. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if he's carrying some an injury or he's, you know, maybe he's got a little bit too, maybe he was in the gym a bit too much. He's put on a bit too much weight or something, but he just looks really slow. And he's Waiter. never, he's, he was never like the quickest player anyway. But he looks really bad. He kind of looks like you know that that
1: big big conspiracy of Jesse Hogan's body language. <laughs> that, that and Charlie Dixon's body language, like stuff like yeah. he, every time I see weirding he looks. Well,
2: he's depressed. never He, lo- he looks. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's never. He's always yeah, been like that. Right. sometimes there's just players like that. There's just players who don't yeah. express themselves like physically, and like that's like a thing that uh, yeah, there's a lot of people like that just in society. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a reflection on anything. I don't think. But also, although the I, media, no, will, the, dead, media the media <laughs> will tell you otherwise. The media will tell you otherwise.
1: He's basically like not. Not the greatest in their back or forward options right now. Like you know how that last year they played him down forward for a bit. They'd he'd probably be useless up there. Yeah, I think see. I
2: think they played him there a little bit um, the la- uh, in round two. Yeah. Um, but he didn't. He didn't do anything. But yeah, it's because he's sad. They were getting. They were <laughs> it's getting. Because he's just
0: sad. sad. Yeah. They <laughs> were right. getting smashed that game. Well, we'll we'll move on from that talk. But we're gonna watch this space, as people say about uh, Carlton, and see if they can get on the get on the board this week. See if I, maybe they give Weedering another chance. Um, I, Liam Jones I think I think up they, I think he would week. have I think he would have gone out
2: this week but I don't think he will now because March Bank's gone. Marchbank. Bank. yeah. So I don't yeah, I think they'll give he him more, straight more time to the bank.
0: It'd be interesting to see what they what they do. But anyways, we'll move on the next topic and this has been a bit of a topic of discussion uh, in the <clears throat> past week or so about the head high tackle and more specifically uh, the Joel Selwood style, Luke Shuey style, any other Selwood you can name style shoulder <laughs> shrug. There's a few they, players that do it now, but they those draw. are the most
2: famous for it.
0: Yeah, and uh, Alistair Clarkson brought it up and said that they got to do something. He's he's going down the road of because it's going to cause players to get more concussions and stuff because they're using their head as a, a weapon to get free kicks. I think if you're it, taking it, away something that discourages people from tackling high... That's probably more likely to cause head, but that's just the route you're going to go down to try and get something done. Basically, it's it's a frustrating thing. It's a it's, it's a more of a spirit of the game thing, in my opinion. He's clutching at straws there because
2: like nobody gets concussed that way. Like that's not yeah. happening. Like nobody no, slipped up rarely, and then concussed. Yeah. No, but like, you always get yeah. concussed. It's
1: like then. a percentage thing, though. Like the more time you hit someone in the head, it's bound yeah. to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, It's basically like that whole pyramid. At one point, someone's going to get pretty much their head ripped off, and they'll be like, "Well, if if we like." Took out that but whole rule of it's, look, it's
2: looking at the reason why we protect the head and why head-high head high contact exists in the first place, and that is why. So it doesn't really matter how you th- have to throw a blanket on it. You know what I mean? So, um, and I think if this creates, if the shrugging, if the ducking, if all of that creates the contact, then you have to say, well, that wasn't your fault. That was sorry. That wasn't the tackler's fault. That was the player being tackled's fault. So you have to say, well, you got yourself high. So, free kick against... <laughs> All
0: right, so, f- first, we'll go on to like what our solution would be. But first, I'd say, how do each of us feel about... So, the... I don't know. The Joel Cell one, or like a good example is probably the Luke Shuey one against Port last year in the final, where he got tackled and he sort of lifted the arm. That's made a high tackle. And he's got a free kick. Do, do you think that that should be a free kick? Or do you think that's the on the tackler or the, the tackle-y pole?
1: Yeah. It's pretty It's hard to kind of sort it out. I agree with Alistair Clarkson, though. Like, in, in a way, they've got to stop because they're leaning towards, you know, not wanting to injure people. So I'm going on. It's up to the tacklee with grey areas, yeah. which is the hard thing to umpire because as soon as there's a grey area, it's like, well, you know, we can't do it. We can't do this. But I just think, I agree. I, I agree with him. Like, I just think they've just got to stop. Because it's just get it, it just gets like guys like Selwood and even even Paul Puopolo does it. He puts his arm up and gets a free kick, which he's done it a fair few times in close games. Yeah, but oh, rips his head off. But yeah. yeah, so it's just I just think they just need to limit it so people aren't selling it. Because as as you said, it's going to be hard to like manage this because people will just come up with another way of. They'll just yeah. go straight for the head or whatever, and just, oh
2: no, he ducked. But yeah,
0: it's just it's already grey enough, I think. Yeah,
2: that, I mean they have brought in measures,
0: haven't yeah. they? To the say, rules exist now. Yeah, to say like if you create, I just a contract, think, but yeah, they but don't.
2: They don't. Rules are irrelevant
1: because umpires
2: forget about them until yeah, like a big yeah, exactly. call. Yeah. yeah, they don't. Um, they're not very good at enforcing rules. Uh, and then if this
1: does come in as a thing, then they'll just call ducking for like four weeks straight, and then just forget about it again. Yeah. So really, it's the policing of these rules that needs to be.
2: I recorded. think the one thing with this is that it's very it's. It's not like it's an innocu- innocuous movement. Like you can tell pretty easily when people do that duck thing because it's very like.
0: Um... I see. I disagree. I think there's different. There's different ones. So we're watching a video right now, like of Joel Selwood from Years Gone By getting taken high. But I think there's two different ones. There's the dropping the one. We probably just watched. Then obviously, you, people listening can't see. But there's the one where you lower your weight. Or you lower your height basically to draw the tackle, buckle at the knees, and that's the one they brought the rule in to stop. So that one, and I even I have heard this season umpires say, no, you like you cause the high contact. So if you drop your weight and lean in, they're not paying that one as much. But it's the one where they get taken, and it's basically like this one here that we're watching now. obviously you can't see it, but it's Cripps tackling Selwood, and Selwood's low, but he's kind of just picked up the ball anyway the tackles across the upper yeah, the, shoulder the tackle. and then Selwood lifts the shot up. So to me, I think you, there's no, I think it's far too hard to please. I think they just have to say, no, it's on the tackler to tackle low. And uh, Jonathan Brown made a valid point. Uh, I was watching uh, Fox footy earlier and he said that in the early days of his career, you always got taught tackle around the hips, like stick around the hips and you tackle the hips and blah, blah, blah and you bring guys to ground. But then players obviously got coached and I've been coached this way as well, to get your your arms up so you get tackled and you can release the handball. And players are so
2: good at getting the handballs out of a tackle. Yeah,
0: and so then they changed the coaching of tackling was well. you've got to get them higher so that you can try and wrap the arms up. And that's where you start tackling higher up on the shoulder and that's when guys can, if you've got the strength to lift that arm up, then you can draw a high tackle. But there's a lot of situations where you can draw free kicks and even in other sports, in basketball, there's some guys that are good at drawing fouls and they're driving because they have the strength to be able to do it. And a knack for it, and I think it's just something that happens. There's always going to be certain ways to exploit the rules that are going to happen. Yeah. I think what if you I try think, and if you try and um, I can't think of the, war, the word, but like build laws around that, you're just going to end up going in circles and making a it a far aimers, too complicated yeah. game. I think uh, I think he's just was just got a knack for getting taken high. Guys like Popolo are just really short. Yeah. So as well hate, as being he able he to lean, does he does the lean, but he's also like already pretty short. So yeah. he. He's but even it.
2: but even you said like we watched the game last week and we noticed that Selwood was li- literally running back and forth, leaning towards <laughs> yeah. people to try and get the call. Like you could see it plain as day, and that's what's frustrating. And he got the call that time when you could plainly see that he was intentionally trying, like basically yeah. sticking his neck out at people yeah. to say, "Hey, but, tackle
0: this guy." But if you're a player, like if you're against Joel Selwood, you might just have to concede that okay. I'm gonna to have to tackle him low, and he might be able to get the hands out. But it's better than giving away a free kick. Yeah, but you know if what? You that, get numbers to at the that contest.
2: point, a, at that point you kind of go well because tackling is now becoming, and this is one of the things I really hate, especially as a Carlton supporter, because I notice it a lot. Is that being able, like, tackling people and them still being able to get the hands free is the most annoying thing because the tackler takes themselves out of the contest. While the tackle remains on their feet, so the tackle is useless. It might have, it might be applying pressure, but the, at this stage, like players are so good at getting their hands free and actually hitting a target that you might as well not even tackle anymore yeah. because it's like more damaging.
0: That's not something to be angry at. That's just like some players are. That's a positive for that player that they're strong enough to be able. Like not every player does it, but a, but a lot a of players, players, like a lot of players, are. Group, oh, no, players those like are no, those players are really out. good at it. But yeah. I'm
2: saying like most players in the AFL mm-hmm. now. Are good at at least getting their hands out and hitting yeah. a target. Like, those players are really good at getting, like, smothered and Well, there's sometimes,
0: free. like, I know um. in years gone by, like uh, by Gary Ablett, there'd been times where um, Freeman had said that their, their game plan was basically to not tackle him, but just try and corral him. Hmm. Because if you try and tackle him, he'll break the tackle and get, or he'll end up free or he'll get the hands out or whatever. So you're better off just corralling. So that's something people could do. But I mean, yeah, it's just a matter of being able to execute the tackle properly. But. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think um, it's a valid point. It, it's obviously frustrating and it's always frustrating when it happens to your team and costs you a, a goal or a the game. That's probably the worst
1: thing. It, it's bad to watch in terms of being against it. Yeah. Like, you know, there's, as you said... With I just every, think every, you can't stop it, really. In every sport, there's those, like, you know, drawing fouls, people good at, you yeah. know, ab- abusing the rules that are there, basically. Or, like, just taking advantage of them, really. Like, like Boomer Harvey getting free kicks and yeah. 50s by knocking, dropping the ball on the floor, and basically. And
0: generally, like... Some There are some times where it just seems like it really goes against your team. But usually if there's a bad call, there's a lot of bad calls in a game. So it tends to even up anyway. Like you mm-hmm. tend to get one back later on. It's
1: just like the classic things of like the Shui one and the poor popolo one after the sign. Yeah, it's when it yeah. gets it's, into like a... But then yeah. even so, if you look back on the game, there were two bad calls already that put that team in the situation they are in yeah. already so it
2: was like the focus the is thing. always
0: on the last play of the game but there's like a hundred things that happen in the game there's not there's
2: not point. even like last play of the game there's like certain moments and it depends like it depends very much positionally as much as it does like time wise as well because you can really like if you give, get a free kick in the right area of the ground yeah. that can change the whole momentum of a game like yeah. the, the right
0: well, put spot in the right time 2015 the prelim final Freo and Hawthorn. Freo were up uh, two or three goals in the first quarter that all the momentum they were bringing the ball out of their back 50 and hayden valentine ran into i think it was matt suckling and it wasn't like a vicious bump they just kind of crossed paths and they turned the ball like they took the ball off Fremantle and gave Hawthorne a shot on goal and it totally turned the momentum of the game so yeah you're right there can be moments in like early game late game or whatever but i think it's just part of the game and this this high tackle thing i think is far too hard to Nah. It, Hors- there's nothing they can do Hors- about
1: Hors- it. we're going to win that game anyway. I
0: <laughs> there's nothing they can do about it. So we'll, we'll move on from that one and we're just going to have a look now at the top eight and or the ladder altogether really and see how some of our predictions are going. So early on, early on in the season still, only three rounds in, but a few things are not quite as we had anticipated. I think, did any of us have Port on the top? yeah we all had Port up i got, there, I got
1: adelaide at the top it's all half right. <laughs> yeah well adelaide's <laughs>
0: thirds so they're not far off melbourne's uh, up there Although there's a lot of teams on two wins so yeah it pretty much goes from second down to 10th where or it's also like on one wins.
1: win away from basically changing completely again but as a good gauge of where we're where we're traveling yeah
2: i i had based my my port adelaide thing it was a 50 50 ball i was like either they're going to be good or are they going to take a little bit of time to, to get going? And obviously I was wrong, but that was just a complete guess. Well,
1: the other thing is is that we weren't sure about Sydney, how they were going to go. And the three teams for Port Adelaide to beat currently have been Brisbane, which was a close game. Sydney, which we weren't sure how they were going to go. So still mm. we're still kind of unsure. That's one, two out of three. Um, and Frio. And Frio. Frio and we weren't sure how Frio were going to go. I know Adam probably, they should have won. But <laughs> no, they uh, they, they, well they, there were game. three like, Unsure teams, so really, I don't think Port Adelaide are
0: proven too yeah, much yet.
1: So they're they're still doing kind of what they were doing last year. If they so if they come across like a GWS or an Adelaide or something and yeah. still beat them,
2: then it'd yeah. be interesting. So I think I think like the the argument was always that they were kind of front runners. They were they weren't. Um, well, they the they couldn't take down teams in the top eight. That was yeah. what it was. So they yeah. beat
0: Sydney in Sydney. I think that was a pretty significant win. Yeah, because even though we weren't sure about Sydney, but Sydney's been like pretty good. Buddy Franklin's been yeah. in good form. Brisbane did test test them, though. Yeah, Brisbane are a bit like that, though. They can sometimes turn up and be challenging. Yeah.
2: Um, So the the jury's still out, but right now they're... Calton and
0: Brisbane down the bottom at the moment, similar to last year. North Melbourne are up, obviously, but they've only got one win, so that could change pretty quick. We had them being down there. I think the Bulldogs are probably a little bit lower than we all thought. Uh, St Kilda and obviously Geelong... Uh, with that loss to West Coast on the weekend, and West Coast probably doing a bit better than we all thought as well. I think yeah. they're up there in fifth at the moment. They beat Geelong here. Um, obviously, two of their three games have been at home. They still got, They've got Josh Gold Coast Kennedy to week. come back as well. Yep. Josh Kennedy. they're at home again. They're home this week against um, Gold Coast as well. So, well,
1: if West Coast they make, could be in a pretty good spot at the end of the season, I'll have to publicly apologise to Sam Calabrese because I have got some to. abusive messages after. I'm it, not apologising to him because <laughs> I still hate
2: West Coast. So.
0: Freehold got a good test this week there against the Giants. Uh, so that'll be, and it's away from home. So that'll be a good indicator to see how they're going. They were pretty good last two games where they were at home and against teams that, you know, well, I think you guys both had Essen and doing pretty well this year, didn't you? Yeah. I, I wasn't as I seventh convinced on Essendon I don't think, but as you guys. But uh, they beat them and they probably could have beat them by a bit more. And Gold Coast, who had started pretty well, they beat them uh, pretty handily as well. So. They've looked a lot better. We'll see if they can take that show on the road. And Richmond, they're sitting in ninth, which is funny. <laughs> Classic. Um, but they're on two wins as well, so they could be in the top four. It's just purely percentage at the moment. So we probably have to check back in in another probably four rounds. I reckon we'll have a lot more of an idea about how I the had, season's really I had tracking. Geelong in
2: second, and I, I was basing that. Once again, it was like a 50-50 bet. I was like, ah, uh, so would Ablett and Dangerfield going to really carry that team because that's what would have to happen mm. and they have they're not going to have them all on the park. well we're going
0: to find out now know. aren't we without ablet there we're going to find out with that discussion we had last week about the big three and if yeah. they have enough depth but on the, the other thing stuff. is like the rest of their
2: team hasn't impressed me whatsoever well Guthrie
0: and Nakaya Cocker too I'm pretty sure both got injured yeah. on the weekend early in the game too they're really losing <laughs> some depth um, they got Kilda this week who have been pretty disappointing for the season so they'll be eager to Scrap on! I I think St Kilda could be looking at that game as a bit of a, uh, you know, they're 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 down. They've got
2: they lost a few players. We could maybe.
0: Well, I'm interested in Carlton North Melbourne game because this is this is going to be big one. Clash of the Titans. This is going to be, someone's going to be miserable. This year, between those two,
1: I need Carlton to win because
0: I got Carlton as second. I'm not going to be miserable well to last. I'm um, not betting on Carlton ever again.
2: I'm not going to be miserable because I'm i used to it. I, I have, <laughs> I'm i absolutely immune to my football well, team. Well, I losing thought I sport. had
0: Carlton as a <laughs> team coming up this year, so I'm miserable because I thought they were going to be doing a lot better than this. And they've had winnable games so far. Better, they should have won last week. I thought they would, but we'll see how they go. Anyways, uh, have we got a Croft a Cook? Bit of croft cookage. Are you doing tips? I know we don't do. do it. You know what? We've, we've got enough time. Let's, we can do tips this week. We'll do our tips. All right. It's Friday night game. Adelaide versus Collingwood. at Adelaide Oval. Is it a unanimous Adelaide or is anyone going to go? Uh yeah,
2: Adelaide. I'm going to go with Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah,
0: Adelaide. Adelaide, all right. Uh, GWS versus Fremantle in. It's in Canberra. 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 Not going to go Giants. I'm going to go for Fremantle because it's in Canberra. Not even really a home game for the Giants. Oh.
2: No, I'm going to go Giants.
0: Fair, call. Um, They don't have Tom Scully anymore. You know, they've got no running machine. <laughs> yeah. um, Richmond versus the Lions at the MCG. Um, uh, is it unanimous, Richmond? Yep. I kind of wanted to say the Lions just because. You like Stefan Martin so much.
1: I just don't. <laughs> I just want to... Tipping has been erratic my last two weeks. So I've just... Got, you know, I've gone with Lions. You're going go go
0: to go with Lions. You're going to go with Lions. All right, just, second last. Haven't won a game this year. Okay. But they're going be, to beat the reigning They're going to be beat premieres. the reigning premiers at the MCG. No worries. Let's do it. All right. Uh, the Bulldogs at Etihad Stadium against Sydney. Now, this intrigues me because the Bulldogs were better on the weekend, but they've been absolutely crapola. Actually, it doesn't intrigue me. I'm tipping Sydney.
2: Um, Sydney,
0: yeah. Well, you know I'm pretty sure it's my last week here, so I'm going to Devil's Advocate. All right. Bulldogs. He's going for the Bulldogs, <laughs> all right. Uh, North Melbourne at... Oh, it's in Tasmania, Reece, At In Tasmania. I can't
2: love playing Carlton. in Tas... Oh, no, I don't,
0: I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. I hate to say it because I really... Like, North Melbourne Are just so boring to me. But I'm going to tip North Melbourne because it's in Tassie, and it's going to just be so windy. Charlie Curnow is going to have Issues with his curly hair.
2: Uh, I'm going to go Carlton. At this point, I'm just tipping Carlton until they win. So, cool.
0: I'm going Carlton as well. They'll probably okay. win this week, Carlton too. Uh, West Coast versus Gold Coast over here at Optus Stadium. Uh, so,
1: is this Eagles home game or the Suns home game?
0: Uh, <laughs> it's Eagles
2: home.
1: Yeah. Game. <laughs> um, I'm going
2: to go. Oh, geez, that's a tough one, isn't it? I'm going to the Suns. Let me we get West Coast.
1: Who's in? Is anyone in? Oh, Liam Ryan's out. Who's absolute fucking out, superstar yeah, lately? Liam so. Ryan's out.
0: Um, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, you know, I'll go Gold Coast. They had, had a tune-up game here last week. Then they know the stadium well. Tune-up. I just this, they, were, they will have played only no, one less game the, here. Their, their whole
2: week. team is going to be homesick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Lucky Weller would have shown him a good time. Tom Lynch is going to be just. Playing All right. Uh Essendon versus Port at Etihad Stadium. I reckon, I reckon Essendon are going to upset them here, and Jake Stringer is going to kick four goals.
1: Essendon is sitting in thirteen though, so is the they love the Etihad.
0: Eight. They love Etihad. Etihad.
1: Um, I'm, I'm going to go with Port. Crawl. If you choose the My same name as me, it's not devil's advocating. Uh, Hawthorne <laughs>
0: versus Melbourne. Mm, at the MCG, it doesn't really matter between these two. I'm probably going to say Melbourne. I'm probably going
1: to say Hawthorne.
0: Um, Melbourne. Uh, two Melbourne, one Hawk. And the Cats versus the Saints at, I don't even know what that stadium is. Uh, where is it? Who knows? Of course, GMBB. <laughs> is that uh, Geelong's home ground? Is that Cardinia Park? It might be G, G- H M B A Stadium. <laughs> well, okay, well, whatever so, it is, it's going to be twenty-three degrees and raining. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to tip Geelong. Yeah. Dangerfield's still playing, so yeah, Geelong. Uh,
2: that was eight. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, Saints. Why not? All um, right, Crofts Cook it. All right, so I, there's a lot of things I can cook. I can cook, I wanted to cook my own team, but we already talked about that. Um, there are a few other things, you know, the biting. like right? That's just stupid. It's easy, They're easy targets. but Like Liam Jones. Yeah, exactly, just like Liam Jones. But one thing I was really disappointed at, and it's fucking... They're, they're scumbags. Gary Ablett did his hamstring, as we all know, and he's walking down the race, and there are about three cameras in his fucking face while he was walk limping off the ground. And I thought that's just fucking disgraceful, don't you reckon? But he's just done his just done his hamstring. He can't get you know, he needs to get down into the rooms to get treatment or whatever he needs. And he's just got these cameras in his face. There's one behind him, one over his shoulder and one right in front of him. And that's-
1: that's how fucking stupid is maybe that? maybe he's an easy target as well maybe the portly cameramen were just like we can
2: finally be in front of gary I, I, why do they need so many camera angles it's fucking saying like they get you get one angle that's it like like there you go he's injured we know what else <laughs> what else is going to happen why do you have to get the footage of him walking off like is he going to like do another hamstring on the walk down or something like for fuck's sake
1: most go. other players just like Oh, they've gone down to the race and I'll show them in the rooms or whatever. But well,
2: Time's a bit of a fan. <laughs> yeah. Time. You know what it is. It's because they're like, oh, well, well, hopefully his yeah, like career's to- over over, and we can get him like bawling into tears <laughs> in the fucking race. Like that's Maybe. what they want. That's the shit they want to catch on Kara. It's fucking disgusting.
1: Maybe they were just hoping he'd pull pull off his shirt at some point and just become a wrestler and just run back into the ring and just be a Dangerfield-esque <laughs> Heroic <Week> moment. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, pretty much out of time. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we did do our poll. We held our poll. Three people voted on it. Two of them were us. <laughs> <laughs> one, one other guy did vote. So thank you. I can't remember your name. That's how little you mean to us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm going to look up your name right now. We're going to say it out loud to our universe. It's extremely if, large. If we had
2: more Fraser Gehrig cards, you'd get one. <laughs> oh, if we had one,
0: we would. And also, thanks for all the support on the uh, AFL. If any people listening, if people have looked at it, the AFL NBA thing. A lot of people have uh, commented on that and tagged people. They love, they people love those ones. They love the comparisons. They, they're getting around the comparisons. They're liking it. So it was Brad Allison. Brad, Brad, Brad Allison. Allison. So thanks, Brad Allison, for yeah, voting. Rattles. He liked the key point discussion, which is what we did again tonight. So yeah. we'll probably continue to stick with that. Um, if we get through as concise as we did tonight, you know, maybe we can have the old yeah now nah, look segment back in there again or something else. But
2: we could probably we could do that as an article as well. If yeah, we when
0: to, so. when Dicko's back, there'll probably be a bit more shit talking going on. So you never know. And we may possibly get on to recording the podcast with video at some stage. So you can look at our ugly mugs. Keep well. Keep well.